0: Hey, all! Board Game Rants here, where you'll find everything solo tabletop gaming and more. And here is the midweek in gaming. It's June eleventh, twenty twenty. So here we go. Thanks for joining me. A little progress report on what I've been playing here recently. More Core Space, of course. I have uh, been loving that game, and I'm about scenario five out of nine or ten, I think. In the first, so I'm about halfway through the first campaign. Which I'd got so many expansions for, and then I was sort of like picking at this one, picking at that one, feeling like I was getting nowhere because there is a lot of setup to this game, and when you're changing out crews and you know resetting the board, and you know you kind of bounce around all over the place there's it has a lack of continuity to it, and so it's cool that you can interject little missions to you know go find a shuttle to go do this little infection campaign thing and then come back to this campaign thing. But I was feeling a little scattered and so I just kind of zeroed in, focused down. I want to get through the first full campaign and then kind of explore more from there, but still loving that game. It is definitely still up on the main table there. That's core space and, uh, but too many bones. So splice and dice and talked about this last episode Got a couple videos up now of playing Dart. So Too Many Bones is a Chip Theory set of games. It's a world in its own. A lot of stuff for Too Many Bones now. Uh, Very difficult to get, um, I've heard and seen. And it's because Chip Theory only sells it out of their site or Kickstarter. It's kind of, it is, it's difficult to get. If they run out of product, then it, takes a while to get back around to where you can pick it up and then you can find it but but people will charge you an arm and a leg for it so um, the, the good side of that it's got great resale value if you end up picking up this game and you're not caring for it however i love too many bones i love everything about too many bones i uh have been playing a lot of too many bones so back to their most recent expansion splice and dice that is set in the world of too many bones but splice and dice itself has a an ex, it's an expansion but it's a game you can play it's it's a standalone game except for you do need components from the original too many bones to kind of play out the last part of it the whole very generally the premise is you build this big bad guy Splicing and dyson and then you have to pit this bad guy against other bad guys and see if see if he survives basically and it's very much kind of a so I guess backing up, I am not a big fan of of this expansion part of Splice and Dice, of the standalone game. Um, it was fun. The newnesses wore off. I played it about five times now. And after the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is this is great. And I got back into it and played it again. And OK, yeah. And then the third time and then the fourth time and then the fifth time. And it's just uh, I don't know, I, I guess it just it just feels less and less like it fits the the world of too many bones for me i'm just used to to too many bones being that you go on these adventures and you draw these cards and you fight and you battle here and you do little dexterity things here and you make decisions here and you upgrade your characters there and then at the end there's this big fight and at the end, that big fight is, um, you have, there's a lot of control you have. You've, you've designed this gear lock to your, your character to fight this big tyrant at the end that you kind of know what you're up against. So there's this plan, especially as you get to know the tyrants and you get to know the characters. And then depending on what happens on your adventure there, you got to change stuff and change your game plan a little bit just based on what happens. Whereas, so so with splice and dice, there's really no, you know, there's no adventure to it. It's just sort of a, a day in the lab, which is it's a cool idea. And I, I can't say that I, you know, dis did it. Hopefully I didn't. Yeah, I don't dislike the game. It's just not it's just not for me. And um playing it is just it just feels kind of dry. Uh and that's I guess all there is to it. You know, the yeah. I guess that's that's it in a word for me. You know, compared to normal, too many bones stuff. This just feels kind of kind of dry and lifeless. After you get through and you've built this tyrant, you you fight with it, and so I thought that would be an awesome thing. But it's really just kind of a programmed battle. I mean, there's not a lot of control that you have. It has to follow all the rules of a of a baddie, and so it sort of only moves. Then it can get locked up because you got to attack. At least my understanding is you have to attack. Yeah, it's just there's not a lot of decision making once you get to there. It's just sort of like, you know, I we, I almost wish I could just hit a button and let it do its thing and it dances out and sees if it survives or not. But instead, you got to, of course, you got to move all the pieces and stuff. And it's sort of fun, but it lacks the, the life and the vibrancy of, of too many bones for me. So but so that said, um again, I don't hate it. It's just it's just feels weird. But that said, the the only components in Splice and Dice then that you know if you if you're not going to play the game the standalone game is just just a, a deck of cards. Everything else I love about this expansion. I haven't even tried the the tyrants. It came with like four or five new tyrants to fight. That is awesome. Also, I do like the. Uh, the build a tyrant mode and that is where you incorporate this expansion into a normal game of too many bones where you actually build a tyrant that you're going to have to fight at the end that is cool i haven't actually experienced that too much i tried it once uh initially but i really didn't know what i was doing at all then i played a bunch of the the separate splice and dice game but now i'm going back to the build a tyrant because that i think is where it's at with this because it's It's so much fun and it's so easy to incorporate. It's so easy to just plug into your normal game of too many bones and you're building this tyrant and you're splicing and you're dicing and and now it changes up too. It gives you a little bit more to think about while you're playing the game what order to kill the bad guys in because, because you're going to roll these dice and it's going to tell you how, what, what kind of aspects it's going to take out of as it splices and dices, it's going to borrow from these bad guys and, and either maybe increase your health, maybe increase or the tyrant's health that you're going to fight at the end. Maybe it's going to increase its attack strength. Maybe it's going to give it a particularly nasty skill. It just depends on what you plug into that little lab that, that those dice are going to um, what it's going to borrow from, what it's going to splice into your tyrant there at the end. It's very cool concept. I I love it. And I like that it gives another little layer of, the game's already pretty darn complex. It's a heavy game. Too many bones, especially if you're playing two gear locks solo. It's, it's a lot, but I played it a lot and I'm ready for it. And this adds a nice, another little bit of thought process, it's got cool new encounters to it that you've never seen, and and the bulk of your encounter deck is made up of these new splice and dice tyrant encounters and then uh and then the fight at the end you just don't know what you're gonna go up against well you do you're you're, that's a lie i guess you you do but you you not at the beginning (laughs) you don't know what you're coming up against in the beginning of the game you sort of draw these initial things that start it's on its way and so you can sometimes in the beginning you're like oh man this thing is gonna hit particularly hard it's gonna it's starting with three attack or whatever or it's starting with eight life oh my gosh you know so, or eight hit points. So there's uh, there's that, and then and then. But as every round, every day that you play, it just adds a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, and uh, or quite a bit more. It splices and dices differently than the uh, playing the separate game a little bit differently. But anyway, it it really there's a lot more setup, I guess, involved sort of because because it tends to use like like almost all of the baddies and <laughs> you just got these huge piles of baddies to pick from and to mix up and shuffle all the time so that's a bit of a of a thing but well worth it and so splice and dice i still think by far is is worth it because of all the content you get with the extra tyrants that i still haven't even the, the pre-made new set of tyrants to to experience And then the whole idea of the splice and dice and incorporating that into your regular Too Many Bones games, that's the bulk of what you get in the splice and dice as far as material, physical material stuff. So pretty much get to use it all. So I'm not disappointed at all. Well, I don't know if I'm disappointed, but it doesn't bother me that I don't particularly care for the little side game uh, because there's still so much to use out of splice and dice. So I'm very pleased with the expansion overall. Very pleased and having a great time. Currently playing... Dart again when I released uh, the video playthrough on Dart, someone pointed out, oh, you know, I don't think you exhaust. You know, it's, it's great to do that because sometimes you, you learn stuff. People are like, I don't know if you're playing that right, and that's great because that, there was I definitely was not and uh, so that's been very helpful. Getting back into Dart, I played a lot. The that, that's one of the Gearlock expansions that came with um, the whole package of Splice and Dice, and um, and then Lab Rats is another one. That is a very interesting little Gearlock character expanded it's like four gearlocks, and 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 you kind of tag them in and tag them out but they all kind of act as one and they all share the same stat dice and they all it's very cool it's very interesting too these are very unique additions uh as far as gearlock character expansion characters are concerned uh and i'm i'm really enjoying them and using them just pretty much exclusively one or the other i've yet to play them both together just because that seems like it'd be a bit much until i really wrap my head around them both a little better i'm going to stay away from that but uh, right now i'm back to playing dart and uh and i've tried i think i tried the the lab rats with the undertow so undertow too many bones is its own standalone too many bones game and and then i've got the base game and i can i can mix and splice and dice ah this is uh Truly, there's there's a, a real reason. This is is would fall within my top ten of all time for solo tabletop games. And um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, I've been kind of I've been wanting to get back into for whatever reason, the City of Kings. I kind of well the main reason is I, I feel like I, I want to try it out with my my family. This is a great adventure game. It was one of my top ten of last year. I love the City of Kings. And I'll talk more about that as, I, as I'm rereading the manual and starting to watch uh, Frank West. He's the designer, and he does awesome tutorial videos. So I'm trying to relearn that game here real quick. It's really not that heavy, um, and it's, it plays like a, a video game almost, it feels like. You know, you just, <laughs> anyway, The City of Kings, well worth checking out too, I believe, uh, from a solo tabletop standpoint, but I will talk more on that as I relearn the game. Probably talk to you all this coming weekend here. So that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you and yours are all staying safe, staying healthy. And until next time, I'm Board Game Rants, and I am out.